The Holy Gospel according to John, the 14th chapter. Jesus said, Do not be worried and upset, he told them. Believe in God and believe also in me. There are many rooms in my Father's house, and I am going to prepare a place for you. I would not tell you this if it were not so. And after I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and bring you to myself, so that you will be where I am. You know the way that leads to the place where I am going. And Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going, so how can we know the way to get there? Jesus answered him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one goes to the Father except by me. The Gospel of the Lord. I invite the congregation to be seated. So, having heard a couple of the, of the stories to tell about Mike, I don't, I actually have never done this before, but I think this, this obituary actually captures what I hear of him very, very well, partly because it's short, and, and I suspect that he would appreciate that, and, and it's also pretty much to the point I suspect you would appreciate that as well. Born in the Bronx, New York, on August 27, 1941, he was the son of the late Bruce Davidson and Muriel Sims Wilson. Mike was a resident of Medway since 1998 and formerly resided in Enterprise, Alabama. Mike was a Vietnam War veteran and proudly served in the Army for 33 years, retiring as a Master Warrant Officer and Instructor at the U.S. Army Career College. After retiring from the Army, he worked at Raytheon and then as a security officer at the Milford Regional Medical Center for many years. Mike enjoyed playing bridge and was a proud lifetime fan of the New York Yankees. You know what? Nobody's perfect. (laughs) But, you know, I I read that and I thought to myself from from the stories that Uda was telling me about and that that Paul was telling and hearing now, what, what better way to remember who he is? You know, I, I didn't get the privilege of being able to get to know Mike, but, but through hearing and seeing and witnessing the love that the community has for him, you don't often see this many people at a funeral for someone who's already retired. It tells me an awful lot about who Mike is. It tells me an awful lot about what his word means, what his presence means, the way he values relationships, the, the way he lived out not only his faith, but his, he lived with integrity. And to the very end, he also wanted to have that warrant officer control. When Udo wanted to call the ambulance, he said, forget it. You know, it, it just, he, he was who he is through and through all the way. And in a lot of ways, I think all of us would love to be that way, to be able to be, be so transparent in our words and deeds that people could just utterly rely on us, full stop. And we also have moments where we just are not. You know, if you, if you know Mike, then I'm sure you could not only tell the stories that make you smile, you could, al- you could also tell the stories that make you growl. You know, nobody has that kind of personality and is, is that reliable and that utterly determined without having a couple moments that you would tell stories about them too, right? That's just part of, be- part of being human. It's part of being who we are. It's part of living. I, uh, I heard today's gospel when, when Uda and I were talking about what she would like to have read. And, you know, I've done a lot of funerals over the years. I started my ministry as a hospice chaplain, and so I had done 50, 60 funerals before I ever served a congregation. 
I hated this gospel lesson so much for funerals because it, it just didn't speak anything to me until the person who was my youth director asked me to, to preach her funeral, which first of all, she knew was going to frustrate me because she knew I didn't want to preach it. I wanted to be a worshiper. But you don't say no to grace. And second, this was the text that she wanted, which she was also picking on me because she knows that I don't like it very much. And we, she continued to be a member in the congregation that I grew up in, Christus Victor Lutheran Church in Columbia, South Carolina. We were charter members there. And as I was standing there before the service, I had what I was going to say planned, and then I walked past the room where I realized that I told Grace that I met my wife, and she didn't know it yet, but I was going to propose. My wife didn't know it. You know, I, I walked past the room where Grace asked me if I wanted to help with the youth group for the first time. As, as a teenager, I was 17 years old, I was a senior, and she asked me to take some real responsibility for the group. I, I walked past the room where she revealed some of her deepest secrets to me, and I, I heard this text. In my father's house, there are many dwelling places. There are many places to remain. There are many places to be. And I thought about the rooms where I stood with her, and I started to think about all the different times we had stood in rooms together. And the simple wisdom and grace that she showed me changed the direction of my life. Think about the rooms where you stand with Mike, the, the rooms that have both joy and sorrow, the rooms that don't just remember the, the pain that we feel now, but the rooms that will eventually let us remember the, the times that we shared that are joyful, and also that will let us share all the stories about the ways that he was frustrating, because again, he's human. And remember that in all those rooms, in all those places, whether the name of God was mentioned or not, whether scripture was read or not, whether or not anybody believed the same thing or not, through the waters of baptism, through the bread and wine and presence of Christ, God is in all of those rooms, fulfilling the promises that God has made to us time and time again. You are not alone. I am with you. And you know the way, the way to where I'm going. Which I, I joined the, the disciple in this. Well, how do I know the way if I don't understand where you're going? Because I'm someone who has a lot of questions. My questions have questions. My doubts have doubts sometimes. But in, in this, I hear good news. Where I am, Jesus has promised to be. And if Jesus is drawing me to himself then I know that that drawing that Jesus is doing has already begun where we are. So wherever you find yourself this week and over the next few months as you continue to experience the normal pangs of grief, it is going to be normal to have moments where you've been fine and then all of a sudden find yourself in tears. It is going to be normal to have moments where you just can't stop thinking about it. You know, we have Thanksgiving right around the corner it is going to be normal for everyone around that table to be thinking about Mike and not only Mike, but the other people in your lives who you miss. You're not going to be missing him and those other people alone. Maybe make part of your new normal a tradition in your family of telling the stories of the people whose stories are worth telling because they reside in your heart. Maybe make part of your new normal an opportunity to speak those things that feel too big for words. Maybe make part of your new normal the, the chance to support 
and love and care for each other in a way that sometimes we are just too afraid to because we're afraid we're the only ones who are thinking about it. The good news is you're not. The other good news is not only is Christ drawing us to himself in some strange metaphysical ethereal way, but through the waters of baptism, we are the body of Christ made real in the world, made present in the world, incarnate for each other. Be Christ's hands and feet for each other. Be the loving heart of God for each other. Be the beating heart of the one who created us and who is already fulfilling God's promises to Mike as we speak for those who need that beating heart to be present. And know that you're not alone. Know that you are loved. Know that you have a place, whether you join us in this place for worship or whether you don't go any place for worship. Even so, know that God is with you and God loves you. And in the same way, he's making those promises real for Mike. He's making those promises real for us too. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.